0: Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball.
1: I don't believe
0: what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are in. NBA champions. Football. Got it at the fire, and into the end zone touchdown. Hockey. He said four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone phone call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts chris Devon, perry lester sean platz robert Herrick, and bill sparks and good af- and good afternoon welcome in to sports lounge live this is uh Perry and the Gang, we're all here. Um, welcome to show number 190 for April 12th. And uh, we have all sorts of stuff going on. So, uh, Chris, go ahead and tell us what that agenda okay. is. Okay.
2: First of all, I didn't hear that little lady come in and saying, this is being recorded. Oh, so I don't oh, know that already, sure. uh, yes. that already happened. Okay. Yep. So, of course, we'll do our panel. And as we've been doing the last few weeks, sometimes we throw quickies in from other sports. Like, for example, I'm going to talk briefly about the college hockey uh, finals and and the NASCAR. um, You know, and then uh, so we'll all have different things. Robert's got some boxing for you different people have different things that they're going to bring up during their panel and their opinion on whatever they want we will have a segment on golf because this is the week to do it the masters and it was very uh, exciting with tiger there and um, you know the tournament a new new star seems to be emerging so that's really good baseball we will do of course Uh, NFL uh, not much news but uh, kind of some sad news and when an active player dies that's a really uh, crazy thing that doesn't happen very often um, NBA, the playoffs are, are set or the play-ins are set and the playoffs are all but set we'll talk about that and then college, there's only a couple of deaths that need to be reported but a couple of prominent people in college sports and then the NHL so basically that's what we're going to be doing um, let me tell you first about the uh, NASCAR they, played, they raced on Saturday night because they did not want to compete with the Masters so they, William Byron won the race at Martinsville, Virginia he, uh, he's the first repeat winner this year, so that gets him going uh, in, uh, you know, the uh, cup standings. And in college hockey, uh, that season ended too. Denver beat Minnesota State 5-1 to one with five goals in the third period, I, I heard, in the Globe. And uh, so Denver, that was their ninth college hockey championship, so that's pretty good for them. I, don't, I would love to see the standings mm-hmm. of all those. You know, you've had perennial powers like Michigan, Denver... Uh, BC, BU, you know, I'd love to see all those standings. But anyway, Denver's got nine, and that's that's very good for them. So my commentary is about Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is an insensitive idiot. Um, he, uh, There was a story that I heard uh, that Will Fleming told on Saturday that after the game on Friday, he blamed his bad start, where the Red Sox got three runs in the first inning, on the length of the Ukrainian national anthem. That it was too long. It was three, It was a long anthem. It's three it to four minutes. Because I yeah. yes, well, I heard it. So it's a long anthem. I get it. But it's something you know. If you're a professional, stuff happens. You know, when we're here, sometimes you get kicked out of the room. Sometimes you you know you make a mistake. You gotta reorganize the schedule. So, you know, things happen. You have to roll with the flow. And of all things, the Ukrainian people have been supported by this country more than probably any other foreign people in in years you know, for, for, you know, for their, their uh, bravery and their, their, their sacrifice and the carnage that they're undergoing. And this guy is so worried about that. He gave up three runs in the first inning and he can't take responsibility. Somebody on our baseball group on the phone system gave, made a good point. Can't take responsibility for his actions. You see plenty of people get out there and say, Hey, I just didn't have it today. I wasn't putting it the right place. This guy, what an idiot. And, you know, maybe say, Oh, nothing will ever happen, you know, and he certainly got the right to say it because he's got, the right to show that he's an idiot, and we have a right to call him an idiot. but the thing is, it should come back, I hope it comes back to bite him in uh, you know uh, advertising somehow <laughs> that some uh, some stuff he would get he wouldn't get because he said this foolish thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. little 11- year- old girl up there singing the Ukrainian national anthem for her country. She's uh, in this country now permanently, but she you know was from there and you know he's complaining
1: it's too long. Give me a break. Okay, moving on. Uh, the host to be named later, Rick Swan. Okay, just so you know, uh, my panel discussion stinks. I'm going to blame it on the length of Chris's monologue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we go for two hours. so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one thing I want to um, – there's not much to talk about in football, except, for, of course, the tragedy. We'll talk about that later. Oh, but yeah, the, yeah, that it went, football went from craziness to, to a screeching halt in the last week or two, but all they're talking about is a draft now. I want to talk about um, – I listened to a part of a podcast that Theo Epstein did with, I think it was The Athletic, and he talked about analytics. And he talked about how, when they, when he and a bunch of other people get into this analytics, how they, how they did it to try to help um, small market teams, and how it worked. But at the same time, he said it did kind of it hurt the game, especially for the fans and visually. And he brought up one thing that I've never been a fan of of outlawing, outlawing the shift because I, I'm one of those guys that say just hit the other way, learn how to do it. But he brought up uh, the shift in the infield, how it. What it's done to hurt the fans is that you don't see the range that shortstops and second basemen used to have anymore to make great plays because they're all packed in together. And I never really thought of that, and it it does make some sense. Mm -hmm. And another thing he brought up was that doubles and triples are way down, and he thinks they should even consider an outfield where you're not allowed to play deeper than a certain amount, uh, a certain distance. And he says the way they would would govern that is to maybe mow the grass at a different depth at certain parts of the outfield, so it would show, and you could tell where they, where you could stand and where you couldn't stand. Um, I'm not real sure about that, but that was interesting. And just a couple other quick things. One thing I really liked. One thing that drove me crazy. Um, and I wish there was a golfer at the Masters, and I didn't catch his name. I wish I did, because, because I thought it was great. Some reporter asked him. He says, "You know, you've never won a tournament, but you've been close a couple of times. Do you still show up every time thinking you can win?" And he says. No, not really. And, he, <laughs> and then they said, well, then why do you keep showing up? He said, they give out some crazy money for 20th place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They
2: yeah. Okay. have. Yeah.
1: And the thing that's driving me crazy in our, in our PC woke crazy society, I heard that at Yankee Stadium, now it may be at other parks, it may be all, all of baseball, I don't know, but at Yankee Stadium anyway, not only can you get this year... Cracker Jacks. You can get Cracker Jills. Okay, yes. here's here's
3: what. Okay, I've heard this story. It's not necessarily a PC move. What they're doing? That's a promotional thing they're doing it at different ballparks. And the Cracker Jills is honoring women in sports. And so, as a promotional thing, it's not because women were complaining. I think I read
0: they're the trying- Pepsi. Pepsi who owns Cracker Jacks. Pepsi put it out. Yes. they are going yes. to. They said it's here to stay. Yeah. Is there something different that, in the box, shall we say? I'm well, assuming it doesn't have no, peanuts it. That's okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it it does. It's it's just a different label, and I think the but yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi, Frito Lay own them, and it's gonna you get it in box, you get it in uh, all the ballparks, and but it's not necessary. It wasn't done because women were complaining. It's just a gimmick, kind of like okay. They talked about taking away the hostess uh, Twinkies when they weren't selling. I think people aren't buying Cracker Jacks as much, so they're trying to do a promotion to get people to talk about it. When are these I've white
2: Southern that. people going to complain about the fact that they're using the term Cracker when it's got nothing to do with? that?
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've heard. I, I did hear that the other day. It's not. That's not supposed to be a PC thing. It's just. It's a promotional gimmick, and it is going to. St- and if it goes, it's going to. But of course, will
0: They will always tell you it's not supposed to be a PC thing. Yeah. Whether it is, or
1: isn't? Yeah. Well, but it's a promotional gimmick to get people kind of oh, like that, too, Just yeah. like the tweet thing. That's it, exactly what it is. It's a promotion. Okay. Thing. So I'm going go to go shove a stick in my face, in my eye. So, Harry, <laughs> what have you got?
0: <laughs> you know, I can just hear. Harry Carey in the old days. (laughs) Buy me some peanuts and And crackers. I could just just hear that. Well,
3: well, and remember, he did the the whole thing about Cracker Jacks, too, where he was complaining, and the Cracker Jacks people were standing right there, and he didn't know, and Steve Stone's getting him on on it. He was complaining (laughs) about Cracker Jacks. You know,
0: that's the thing, though, though, with Harry. When he was doing a broadcast, you never knew what in the world was coming next. (laughs) And that's what was entertaining about him. But uh, yeah. we have an opening night here tonight. The weather is supposed to be pretty bad. we sp- we have a, a threat of tornadoes and hail and wind uh, here for the rest of the day and tonight. So hopefully they can sneak the game in. But uh, the ICubs are two and four. They have to learn how to play without committing errors. If they want to really be good, that's what they ha- that's their problem. They have to quit committing errors. The offense will wake up when the as it warms up. That's very typical. They were playing in Buffalo this past weekend, and it was snowing one day, howling wind in 35 the other day. So, yeah, it was bad, but um, that's what we have going on here. Opening night tonight, they play Toledo, the Mud Hens. One of the good names, the Mud Hens. I love they play it. them this week, Shit. so we will be watching that. And, uh, Bill, I'll bet the weather is much quieter in Florida.
4: Oh, it's very quiet here, very quiet very warm, 85 degrees nothing out of the ordinary but we're and hopefully watching...
0: you guys don't pay for that later this summer
4: right, right, we'll um, be right here in hurricane season but what we're watching is the Cincinnati, Re- well actually listening on 700 WLW listening to the Reds and they're playing the Cleveland Guardians the very, for the Reds home opener and it's always a big deal in Cincinnati and they've got an owner it seems like uh, must be having some problems because they're really trying to cover it up or to clean it up or that kind of stuff with his comments about what selling the team or moving the team or whatever if the fans don't like it um, so he's I, I don't know what his issue is, but I don't think that,
0: they'll build baseball. Wouldn't like that because Cincinnati and baseball. I mean that they've been together for. Yeah, they won't allow it. They won't allow it. I, I don't think they would allow
4: that. They've got fifty. I mean the stadium is full today, so I don't think you now Tampa Bay. <laughs> that's a possibility.
5: But, how, much faith, how much faith, guys, do you have in the commissioner to actually
2: step in and take care of some of these?
0: Issues? Well, I, I think the owners would step in. Yeah,
2: I don't think oh, they would. Yeah. You know, no. the thing is, the Reds have had new owners every 10 to 15 years since time began. You know, you associate some teams with the long a Wrigley, the Yawkees, the, you know, whatever, uh, 20, 30, 50 years for families or whoever. The Reds have been sold about every 10 years. I would love right. to hear, see a yep. list of Reds' owners, but I'm sure it's very long.
4: Yes. I say, bring Marge Shot back, but
0: uh, <laughs> well, yeah. you'd have to bring her back, Bill, from wherever she is now. Wherever she ended
4: up. Where, you then, hey, her but, about but,
0: that? Yeah. But, <laughs> maybe maybe what, the legend needs to buy the reds.
4: I mean, Bob, maybe, right. so. maybe,
0: maybe Bill, we should just bring Shotzi back and let him run it. Huh? Yeah. There you go. You know, that's a
4: good huh? idea. Bob yeah. Trumpy. I remember Bob Trumpy complaining about that. But anyway, just um, Pacers are done. They. Yep. made us all feel good by losing their last 10 games of the year. So that
0: the, Bulls will, the Bulls will be done.
4: And yeah, we're, yeah. we're waiting on a draft in the NFL to see. The Colts, of course, have traded away their first-round draft choice. 4-1, uh, Mr. Wentz. But anyway, yep. that's all I've got for this week. Robert, pick it up.
5: Well, um, you guys are having wonderful weather there, and here it's uh, cold. We have a cold front moving through. We have a freeze warning tonight. So I hope we get some actual moisture out of this because California could use the water. Uh, but let me move on to boxing. Uh, now, the reason why I'm bringing up boxing on April the 12th is because uh, on Saturday morning in Japan, we had a fight that's going to affect future pay-per-views and I'm talking about uh, Triple G, uh, Gennady Gnaevich Golovkin, for those that want to know what his real name is. uh, He actually uh, defended his uh, portion of the middleweight title against another fighter, uh, Murata, who had another portion of the middleweight title, and Triple G knocked him out in the ninth round, but he does not look good. He's 40 years old. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, he has a scheduled fight in September with Canelo Alvarez. But Canelo Alvarez has a fight first on Derby Day, May 7th. Uh, He's one of the ones now that always will fight on Kentucky Derby Day because that fits in with Cinco de Mayo. And if Canelo wins, which he should, then they are going to have their third fight in September on Mexican Independence Day weekend. Um, And the first two fights were wonderful
3: because... Uh, they put Let me correct you. That, that's, that's not actually Mexican Independence Day. That's the celebration. Mexican Independence Day is in September. That's the celebration of a battle they won. So.
5: Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, they uh, everybody refers to it as Mexican Independence Day. It's not.
3: Yeah. It's not.
5: Oh, okay. But any, yeah. thank you for the correction. Um, but anyway, they are going to have their third fight. And the first, first two fights were very entertaining. The first fight ended in a draw. The second fight was very close and Canelo won it. So... Um, everybody has wanted to have them fight for the third time. But now I don't think it's going to be worth uh buying but people are gonna buy it, especially uh, you know, people that support Canelo because he's the he's the money man in boxing other than the heavyweight division. So uh, that's why I'm bringing this up now so people can, you know, make their future plans for like Derby Day and what have you. And then next week I will talk about the upcoming heavyweight championship fight with Tyson Fury. That will be on April 23rd, and I'll go into more details on that next week. And we also have another big pay-per-view this weekend in Dallas with Errol Spence Defending, uh, his two titles against Jordanis Ugas, who took the title off of Manny Pacquiao in his last fight. So three of the four Welterweight titles will be up for grabs at Jerry's World on Saturday. And that'll be the pay-per-view, uh, this weekend. And I will talk about that when, when that's over on next weekend's panel and also bring everybody up to date on what's going to happen with Tyson Fury and his title defense because for those of you that are blind who would like to hear boxing on the radio you will be able to do that on the 23rd and I'll give you details on how to do that next week anyway that's all I've got Sean
3: move it over to you all right, yeah. Let me just clarify. Yeah, that Mexican and is September sixteenth uh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo is when they celebrated the victory holding France at the Battle of Pueblo. But, yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, and, yeah, he, yeah, always, and, it, he,
5: and he, he always fights on those two
3: weekends. So yeah, and. Uh, yeah, the Cracker Jill, like we all we talked about that. I was going to do that story too, but it, it's basically they they have. I was going to talk about that also, Rick too. But yeah, so but they <laughs> have women. They're going to you know they're going to have women on the uh, pictures of female athletes on the bags. And they're going to have them at uh, selected stadiums and arenas around the country and at different sporting events, honoring honoring. Are they going to send athletes. any of
0: these pictures to Cam Newton? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Cam, but anyway, but for the, and for those who don't know, real quick, Cam Newton said uh, women um these days um, need to learn about the needs of a man. They need to, he said, they need to learn how to cook and know when to be quiet, is what he said. Oh, yes, my God. God.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: yes, he did. Yes, well, you, he did. You wonder what year he was actually born. But anyway. <laughs> I mean,
0: I can see someone
3: Chris and Rick's and Bill's age. Yeah, that's you right. guys, but someone Yeltsin's age, singer, but not his. There's, there's,
2: I mean, Tom, I heard Tom Paul today. and the Glazer brothers, put another log on the fire. Well, even
0: in our generation, Sean, are you going to tell your wife something like that? You might wind up at last week. <laughs> (laughs) No, 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 no. But anyway, yeah, you can leave us messages,
3: and we won't worry about it. Even if you're a woman and you can't cook, you can leave us a message. (laughs) (laughs) We don't care if we can cook. You can leave us a message at 800-693-0595, option 2, or 773-572-7715, and get the pound key, skip the message, which is also where you hear my wrestling hotline, the return of it, shooting the bleep with Sean, where I'm going to be reviewing Wrestling Podcasts tomorrow, plus a few other news and notes. Or email us, sportslabs at net. Go over to 712-432-3642-Board13 for all your schedules. Everything going on, in these serious XM schedules are over there. And a couple, another thing coming out of, starting this weekend, the new USFL. And they're going to have a game Saturday night, simulcasting on Fox and NBC, Birmingham Stallions, and I can't think who they're playing. But New
1: Jersey, I all the,
3: Yeah, all the games are going to be in Birmingham at two stadiums. They're using Legion Field and the UAB Stadium. So they're going to have two games a weekend at each stadium. And so they're going to do one game Saturday night and then three games on Sunday this weekend, then they'll go to two and two. The, the playoffs will be at in Canton at the Hall of Fame Stadium, the semifinals and the finals. And, you know, part of me, I'm thinking, wait a minute, You know, I mean, you're making this a TV game. Are there enough people in Birmingham that are going to go to four games a weekend for 10 weeks? I mean, in the cities, even the leagues that that folded were drawn about 20,000 people. But there's one thing that's kind of interesting. I wonder if the NFL needs to take a look at this. They are going to put a chip in the ball to measure downs instead of this traditional change. And, you know, that technology's there. Yep. The NFL could look at this. Depending on, you, know, you don't need to bring out the change. You just hit the code and, oh, football's right there. That's how, you know, I wonder. Maybe the NFL, I'm sure they will look at it. But
0: now, And I don't know, Sean, more. I don't know, Sean, who the NBC announcers are, but I know on Fox the number one announcer is Kurt Menefee is the number one, and the number oh, yeah. two announcer, uh, we know who this guy is, Kevin Kugler. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know who yet. No, I think Dan, Dan Hicks may be
3: involved as one of you. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a simulcast on Saturday because the game's going to be on both channels. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a simulcast or how they're going to do that. We'll probably
2: each do it. Recently. You know, it'll be like the Giants Patriots game in the first Super Bowl. You know, since it's historic, they'll they'll do it on both other well, yeah, they uh, own yeah, crews. But, I think. We'll,
3: we'll see. But one thing that was also pretty historic. Let's get on into the Masters this weekend.
2: Yes. What okay. an event? All right. What an let's event. give you the give you the results, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. And it was nice to see the Masters back on track being the normal you know last year was you know I don't know whether they had as many any patrons or they had you can call 25%, them fans. 25%, 25% yeah 25% for the patrons they're not fans of the masters <laughs> sure. they're patrons and uh, Scotty Scheffler had won this masters and he won it by quite a you know he was ahead not the first day but he was ahead uh, the rest of the time he was one at 10 under Rory M- McIlroy was 7 under um, Shane Lowry and uh, Cameron Smith were five under, and Tiger yeah. uh, was thirteen over. So we were going on. We, we thought Tiger was going to play, but we weren't sure. Uh, but he, he did play. He had a really good round on a Thursday. He hit seventy one, and that is excellent. You know, for somebody who hasn't played in, in over a year like that. And then he had uh, trouble on Friday and Saturday. I think he came back and had a better round on Sunday. He is not yeah, going Sunday to. Pour- he was- Yeah, he's not going to play in the U.S. Open. He will play in the uh, British Open and the Scottish Open. But... See the thing about the former champions—at least I know in the Masters, and I'm pretty sure in these other tournaments—that he doesn't have to do any qualifying or anything. If he ever wants no. to play in a tournament like that, he in the majors, he can go and play in that tournament. Yeah, but if you, if you want to
3: ma- if you if you want a major, you're automatically exempt and you qualify for that. Uh, that Chris, tournament.
2: His, yeah. his
5: four scores were 71 on Thursday, 74 on Friday, and he had 78 and 78 Saturday and Sunday. Okay, then all right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he, yeah. you know he
2: weakened, and you know, and I, I and so. It's, it's smart that he's gonna, not going to play until he goes over there and you know plays in July, and that makes sense. But there was so much uh, buzz about him. I think that you know we haven't had that much buzz about a Masters except when he won it in '19. When you know, obviously, the last couple of days people were aware of that. That's the time they started it early because it was going to rain and all that stuff. But here's you know, what it they, is. Yeah, here's,
3: Go ahead. here's what it is. All right, Tiger got people there to watch the Masters, and as Scottie Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler became the story. I mean, after Friday, he was only the second player to be five under, to have a, or to have a five-stroke lead going into uh, moving day. Goal, right. Which is uh, day is three. It. He was only the second yep. player to do that, and he, like you said, he just dominated. And he can, and he had a chance to be 11 under for the for the tournament. He messed up a little on 18. Him and his girlfriend, he got you know got a little distracted. He's like, "Hey, I'm here." He could have had a four stroke victory, but I mean, he and I'll tell you, Rory McIlroy on Sunday was making a run. I mean, he was he was pretty far back, and then he he came, he was he, he was within a stroke at one time he, he ended was up gaining shooting
5: on a, him he ended up shooting a 64
3: Sean, on sunday so, yeah, yeah yeah but we're but yeah he he can't but rory rory was gaining on him so mm-hmm. it's interesting to see and like, and he's only the fifth player to be ranked number 1 the fifth golfer to be ranked number 1 to win the masters and of course he, i think it's his fourth tournament win uh this year he won here in austin a couple weeks ago so yeah, Scotty Scheffler from Highland Park, Texas, University of Texas graduate. So uh, Hi, yeah, he, he's
5: he's been in six PGA Tour events this year and he's won four of them and he's the number one yeah, golfer in the world
2: so right yeah he's only 25 too, and he sounds like you know I heard the Butler Cabin thing he sounds like a nice guy you know it yeah. sounds like the kind of guy you could uh, sort of rally around And you know you, you've got to have the golf tends to be the kind of game as tennis is as NASCAR is even that yeah. if you have a, a star or two or three it's better to have two or three like Palmer you know a Player and Nicholas that kind of thing but if you can have two or three guys that are really the people know their household words, and that helps the game. When you've got a different winner every week, and there's nobody like Tiger, and there's nobody like Tom Watson, and there's nobody like Lee Trevino, people like, get kind of like whatever. Who's that? I don't know. So you know, yeah. it's, it's good and for the sport.
3: He, wasn't, he was a multi-sport athlete in high school, recruited in football and basketball also as well as golf. You don't see that that often. He was all-state basketball, district uh, football up there in the high, up in the Highland Park, which is a suburb of Dallas. So he was recruited, all three sports, and he mm-hmm. almost went and played basketball. Uh, all right, he almost went, and then Rick Barnes got let go here at Texas, and Shaka Smart wasn't really interested. And he said, you know what, I said, I'm, my money's going to be in golf. Yeah, and he was right, and yeah. you know, like I said, and Phil, Phil wasn't there. He's still over in Saudi Arabia
2: apologizing to the crown France and everybody. So yeah, it's still, yeah. But it's, okay, let's move on to baseball, and we had a couple of trivia. We do, things, we, do
0: we do, uh, Chris have one final Red Sox five, oh, Tigers three. Yay! All right, and so several other games are now. and several other games are just getting underway.
2: Yeah, and they involve a lot of our a lot of our teams of the, the fans of the show. We got the Reds, and we got the Cubs, and we got the the White Sox, and we got the uh, uh, who else? We got Seattle. All kinds of stuff for so people that listen to the show. But, yeah, so the Red Sox are up to 2-3 and three now. And, uh, you know, they are uh, they're, they moved ahead of the Orioles. Yay. But, I mean, hey, last year they were 0-3 and they won 9 in a row. So what defines a good start or a bad start? You know, you, you have to just look at it after a while and, and figure it out. You know, with the, the 0-3 or the 9-3? and I'd go with the I think 9-3. What, I think
0: what I would tell you is I would look at it after 20 games. Maybe because yeah. even now, I mean, you've played like four or five games little early yeah. to know what you have it
2: is it is and uh, what i'm as, as a matter of fact i'm just going to mention that i'm planning to not do the baseball standings until the first week in may just to get we've got enough to do we got the uh, hockey finishing up we got basketball with the playoffs getting underway and we're going to be running running down your final nba standings so get ready for that because you're going to want to know how everybody did this this year um, so, I'm, I'm, we'll just wait until May, beginning of May, May the, maybe the May 3rd show. So, baseball, the, a couple of trivia things happen, and actually, Perry saved me from uh, what would have been a really big mistake here. The first permanent DH in the NL was uh, Andrew McCutcheon of the Brewers, and he got a pop fly double. Uh, but there were DHs in 2020, and I forgot that the National League was using DHs in 2020. But I thought he was going to be right there with Ron, Ron uh, Bloomberg, but uh, he's not. But uh, the first Guardian to hit was Miles Straw, and he got a single. Then he was the, the, caught in a double play right after that. But the first <laughs> Cleveland Guardian to bat was Miles Straw. So one of the things we were talking about this week was pitch calm, and apparently it seems to be up to each pitcher whether they're going to use it. Now the Red Sox aren't using it. The Yankees, I think, are using it. Yeah. Um, didn't look like that. I think they said on the radio today didn't look like the Tigers were using it. So I don't know which teams are and which teams aren't. It'll be interesting to see how that works uh, with some of the you know, Cubs. Are, some,
0: some of the Cubs are using them,
2: and and to see yeah. whether they're more or less effective whether they, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's new technology. I understand that. They were saying, uh, Alex Cora said that it was hard to hear, and, uh, you know, the, they really didn't uh, think that it was going to work very well. Also, they thought that the batter could maybe hear some some of the things because they were so close to the catcher, so I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, we'll see if that's the, uh, you know, the technology may evolve a little bit, too, during the year, and you may oh, find yeah. that uh, they'll have to you change can, it to something. According
0: to what Rocco Baldelli said, he said, that the batter shouldn't that shouldn't be an issue because you can turn the volume up and down on it yeah. yeah, so you, I you, think it would be know, pretty easy. hard you can if you do got what a you want to do with it.
2: If you got a big a moment in, and I don't know, and I'm not saying the batter here either. I should, if you got a big moment at Fenway Park, Yankees Bob on the ninth, you know, five to five, and the Red Sox are at the plate, or the other way around, the Yankees stand. It's noisy,
1: and I don't know if you're going to hear anything. So that's, yeah, well, that's what, the problem. What some of the Yankee pitchers were saying that was they they didn't have a problem until sometimes when they had two strikes. Yeah, and then, you, I'm sure you heard Chris. I've never heard this before, but during this whole series, every time the Yankees had two strikes on a batter, they had this idiotic horn going off. Yes. and that and was between, and between that and the crowd noise, the, the Yankee pitchers were saying that. And those times, they had some trouble hearing yeah.
2: it. But, yeah, because I mean, the little whistle for PC Richards is fine. That's after the yeah, yeah. You know, strikeout. That's not going to hurt <laughs> anybody. Okay, so the Mets got to the point where, with, without Scherzer for a day, he he was delayed for a day, but the Mets are still do- dodging this injury bug, and of course they. They are, they already had, uh, what's his name out for the, the first you know, month,
0: Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom.
2: deGrom. So they end up starting Tyler McGill, who did very well. But then last night, Tywon Walker left yep. the game with with a and shoulder. It sounds, it
0: sounds like today though, he's going to be okay.
2: Okay. And, and, uh, uh, Scherzer did come back in and pitch on uh, Friday. So that was good. Um, uh, there was a trade. Uh, Victor Caratino Ca- Caratini Carcino. was arrived, uh, acquired from Sar- San Diego. He's a catcher, and uh, for two prospects from Minnesota. And, and that's because
0: of the. And that's no, I'm because,
2: sorry, Milwaukee. That's right because of the suspension yeah, of uh, Pedro yeah. Severino. That's
0: and remember, right. even if when Severino comes back, he can't play in the playoffs.
2: That's right. And Minnesota, yeah, I got Minnesota. I got ahead there. They acquired uh, Chris uh, Paddock and Emilio Pagan from San Diego. That was what happened with them for pitcher Taylor Rogers and outfield. Uh, let's see, uh, Brent Rooker, the outfield. Brent Rooker, yeah, Brent Rooker. So there you go with that. And Pittsburgh signed a player, but I was cautioning Jerry not to get too excited. <laughs> Pittsburgh signed Key Brian Hayes to. Uh, he's a. Uh, Third baseman. Third baseman, yep. Eight years for seventy million, and that's nice for a young player. However, you they've got to prove that they actually want to keep a player and build with a player. Like uh, we'll get to it, the amount and all that. But Jose Mesa signed with the Indians. I have much more faith in the Indians trying to build a team around Jose Mesa than I do Jose Ramirez. Jose, Ram- uh, that's right. It was. I'm sorry, uh, Jose. Uh, and uh, Ram- and remember, remember
0: guard. too with the Pirates. This is the biggest contract they've ever given out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, you know, I don't trust, you know, cuz Jerry said it was good to know he'll be here for the next 8 years. Uh, no. Yeah, in the of not July. the Warriors, by the way. Uh, that's right. I knew I was going to do that sometime. <laughs> and Jose Ramirez yeah. did sign, uh re-signed with Cleveland. That's the easiest way to do it. 5 years for 124 million. And he's a good player, so he deserved yeah. it. That, that was a good uh uh, contract Devers and Bogart's rejected their co- offers from the Red Sox just before the season started and Aaron's Judge turned down a an offer at which the Yankees released and 7 uh, for 213 million as as I understand it yep. and he turned that down and you know the thing is if these players I don't blame him in a way because these players realize that there's, if there's going to be this TV money, this Apple money, this, you know, uh, Peacock money, different revenue sources, the uh, team, sal- not salary cap, but the team uh, luxury amount is going to go up. So who's yep. to say that they can't uh, make some more money than that uh, when they when they come out of? But I, the Red Sox really need to sign Devers. I mean that's just it. They, they just got to do it, whatever it and takes. And, I
0: think. And consequently, with with Aaron Judge though, the, the thing that he has to that goes negatively on him is he. Has only played over 112 games twice in his whole career. Yeah, yeah, because he's injured too okay. much. And also, and he, as we
2: he, talked about for the lockout, and if you, the play, the fans always say this, this player is wrong. You know, they don't look at it from the owner's point of view, and wh- they just say the player is asking too much money for too much money. They only relate to that. The, the, they're never on the side of well, unless you get a silly contract like we we all here said when. Um, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury signed a ridiculous contract with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Yankees, because we knew that that was overvalued. And nobody was upset about that. People got upset about Mookie Best and what he got, uh, and, and they're not anti-Mookie so much. They're anti the ownership for not giving it to him. but sometimes it works the other way, and I don't know how the New York, you know, Brian Cashman had his problems with what he said about the Astros last week. I don't know how this is playing in New York, whether his releasing of that uh, went in his
1: favor or went in Judge's favor. A, I think it went in his uh, favor. Right? I think yeah, people are thinking... Of- that judge is, you know, you got to remember, like you said, he had the injury history, and he's also yeah. getting thirty years old, and you're talking about a seven year contract.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, Ju- and Judge wants yeah. a nine year contract.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah.
5: He wa- he wants nine years at three hundred and sixty. So I don't I don't
2: blame the Yankees here. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, and the question is, if you if, are you going to compare Aaron Judge, who you know is a really great player. But maybe you've got people that are, are better, you know, that you're going to have to compare them to to Trout and and to, you know, Tatis and the, the people who are getting the big money now. And, and uh, the guy with Philadelphia, uh, Harper. I think it Harper, Harper, Bryce Harper, uh, you know, you're going to compare, you know, is he that good or is he, you know, in the next level down? And, that's
0: and as, as you know, I mean, needs to be
2: decided about uh, Devers and Bogarts. I hope they get something done with Bogarts, but I really want them to get Devers done. So Trevor Is, Story, uh, is uh, Trevor
0: Story injured, Chris?
2: Yeah, he's got the flu. Sick. Yeah, oh, he's got look. the flu. So, And he was vaccinated to get That's his contract. Right. Now, that was a while ago, but he didn't get the flu from being vaccinated. This is just the regular flu. <laughs> nothing to do with COVID, but he, he did get vaccinated to get his contract. We found that out. So Joe Davis is going to be the lead MLB announcer for Fox.
4: And, he'll he'll and do
2: they- the World Series through uh, twenty eight? I think. They've got it?
3: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and... Vin Scully. I heard an interview with Joe Davis, and he said Vin talked to him about it. They had been in conversations because he, he says, "You know, you've been doing, you've done national games, and you're a Dodger announcer. You're carrying on the tradition." And he yeah. said, "I think you'll do a great job on the World Series. The-, the Dodgers are in the World Series, and being objective, so he, he has Vin's support. He's you know, he said, to hey, work with. I'm fo- yeah, he yeah. says I, I'm following two legends. I've followed Vin
2: and he goes. I'm following Joe Buck He Joe right. man. Yeah, yeah. and he will be working with Joe with uh, John Smoltz on on those games. And he
3: does, right. Yeah, he does yeah. about. He's already done about ten or twelve games because Joe Buck has kind of cut back on them anyway. So he's already done about ten or twelve games in a year the last couple of years with Smoltz. So they're they're familiar with each other. But he'll get, of course, also the Field of Dreams game. Joe Buck did that one, and he'll you know all the other stuff. But and mm-hmm. so I think he's a good.
4: Oh, I've got a note too. Hold
0: on, hold on, Bill, go ahead.
4: I've got a quick note I want to add to broadcasting. This just came across the wire. Yankees announcer Paul O'Neill, who does television,
2: yeah,
4: um, is not able to go to the games in person. So, I guess he's going to do his by Zoom. The regular announcers will be there at the game live, but the reason. Paul O'Neill cannot go to the games, is he refuses or will not be vaccinated. So they have to make accommodations for him.
2: That's, well, that's a rule on their part. I mean, it sounds like he'd be allowed in the park uh, in most places, and uh, no, including uh, New York, that's right?
5: A, that's a yes and Yankees rule.
0: Okay, that's what I mean, yeah. So I yeah,
4: thought.
0: so. Okay. So Jerry Schimmel is but returning they don't to have the, the, But if that's the case, though, and, I, I mean, yeah. it, obviously it's totally different, they don't have that same rule for their players, though.
5: No, they
0: don't. No. <laughs>
3: well, because the players at that, that would have to go through Major League Baseball, the Players Association, the Yankees camp, because the players are under difference. And remember, we had this with the NBA and the NFL, right. that they could require their office staff uh, management uh, – you know, this is and since the Yankees are fifty percent owners of yes, they can do that. Remember, they have that all, every league because they have to negotiate with the players' association. It has to be the same rules for each.
0: Now, but I, I guess on another broadcasters thing, I don't know if anybody watched any of it, but it sounds like the K Rod thing on ESPN two. From what I saw on Twitter from people who watched it, was a train wreck.
3: Yes, uh-huh. yeah. it was that's bad. I, I watched one inning of it, and I went back. Well, I went between the ESPN radio and the ESPN television and a couple others. The one inning I watched was bad.
5: Yeah, Yeah, to continue this discussion, it's interesting that this has come up with Paul O'Neill. Chris, you indicated uh, that Trevor Story had to get vaccinated before he got his Boston Red Sox contract. Now is that a Red Sox rule yes. or yes. did they have to go
0: yes. through these players? I would, I'm sure no, they I would, I would think a team would be okay doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Team, yeah. team asked but them to the,
2: play, the thing is, players, you've are, got if, if you if this Toronto rule holds up, you've got nine of ten games you couldn't even play in. Right. And you, okay. you know, within the division, yeah. if if they'd been in, if Toronto were in another division, they might not have pushed it. But you know, right. Maybe. Okay.
0: Just, a lot of games. Just, look, look at this We do way. have if some. Jerry Schimmel loser. We stay on vaccinations. We do.
2: Jerry Schimmel is going to be back in the Colorado broadcast booth. That's what that's I was going to say. That's real,
0: and and real that's and that's a good other- th- and that's a good thing. I yes, I did yes. listen a little bit the other night. It's, it's good to have him back. I mean, the other guy, yeah. uh, Mike Rice was okay, but good to have Je- and for, uh Jerry Schimmel trivia thing if you anybody didn't notice, he's got a book. Apparently, Jerry Schimmel was a passenger on flight 232, you know, the one that crashed in uh, at the Sioux Gateway Airport in Sioux City, Iowa back in 89. So, there's your Jerry Schimmel trivia.
2: Yeah, we don't get Jerry Schimmel trivia every day.
3: Yeah, real real quickly on the vaccine, just one thing. All right, if a player's already under contract, they can't. But if they're negotiating a contract, remember it happened with Cam Newton. In right. the NFL. Well, He'd lots of things
0: happen with Cam Newton, but that's one of
2: the many things. But That's twice. That's I have seen Cam James Newton didn't. come up twice today. It's yeah. uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of surprising. But, okay. And one, la, one last thing for baseball that I've got. The Red Sox extended uh, Garrett Whitlock four years for $17.75 17 uh, and the club options for 27 and twenty eight. And there, and with incentives, he could get up to 44 or 45 million, I guess, for innings pitched and stuff, because he may end up being a starter by the time. And today, I don't know how the game finished, but he had already pitched like three innings the last I knew, so he does do a lot of innings, so you know
3: I'm mm-hmm. going <laughs> well, like to bring up on baseball because you know, I've been flipping around, you know with in live and that's the, Oh my gosh, Sean's going
0: to so bring well. up a baseball thing?
3: Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you know, I like and the I've got umpires, another baseball uh, the too. umpires at the mic. Yeah. I like that. That is, it's very much, I mean, the NFL's been doing it for years. I don't know why the other sports don't do it. That's something I do like because I keep waiting. Everybody on, you does know, it you now. Do. Yeah, uh, the NHL does it.
5: The NBA does it. Now. No, NBA does
3: it, nice. yeah, but baseball finally got on board. That's something. I, it's about time they did that, yeah. It is. Right. I agree.
5: And one other baseball note for those that like to keep track of milestones, uh, Miguel Corbera of the Tigers, I don't know what he did today, but as of today, he's 10 hits away from three Nine shots.
2: hits, I think. I think it was yeah. And is hits.
3: it Jackie Robinson Day? It'll be coming up before next Friday. Friday. It'll be Friday. Friday. yeah. Friday. yeah Jackie yep. Yep. Emerson, that, everybody
0: is going to wear the Brooklyn Dodger uniforms, and number 42. So you better right. hope you can recognize your players. Right. Yeah. And uh, so This is
2: only... the 75th anniversary, so that's why they're doing right. a little special. Yes, is,
0: yes. Yes.
5: And not only that, Tom Seaver will get his statue on, on that day also on Friday. So. Oh, okay.
1: All I also right. read the broadcast of the Apple Presentation Friday night with the Mets game was a disaster. It, yeah, yes, I you heard know, the same
0: thing. Like a, yeah. Now, uh, how did the somebody Houston said somebody thing? said they somebody said they lost their feed for like fifteen or twenty minutes that they couldn't oh load. Um, the broadcasters were Melanie Newman and Chris Young. Apparently, that didn't go well. So, no. but this is the first time. I mean, I'm sure Apple will, you know, change things as they go but their first shot out didn't seem too good. Now, the Peacock deal, for those who want to know, it's not every week, but the games, when you're on Peacock, will start at 1130 Eastern time on Sunday morning. So that begins early, on early, May. early baseball. That begins and, on May 8th, Perry. You're right. And, you oh, know, and even, even, that, even that it's not every <clears throat> Sunday. It'll-
2: yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Are we ready? Uh, any more baseball? Are we ready to go to? Well,
3: their philosophy. Let me explain on this Peacock thing real quick. Uh, their philosophy is: Hey, people are out there sitting around. Maybe you you might look. Hey, I want to. You know, I got a Peacock. Let me. Uh, or I may go get it. Oh, my team's playing. Let me go try this Peacock thing. You know, you're sitting around because on Peacock they run the English Premier League soccer, and you know people go on to watch right. it. But it's mainly to introduce people who maybe look at a Peacock to say, hey. Look at what else we have because like you when NBC and the Golf Channel have golf tournaments you can look at every hole on Peacock. You can do you can go look at all the shows they have, all the you know, every sporting event on NBC's on Peacock. So it's kind of a it's a sales. That's pitch the, I think that's the cute. way it
0: is with a lot of golf because the Masters of course has its own uh, Well they did it on web. ESPN plus. And you ESPN can plus. so you can golf. in a lot of ways, you could be your own producer. I mean, I know they focused a lot yep. on Tiger. But if you didn't want to watch yep. Tiger and you wanted to watch Sheffler, so you could do you could yeah. do that on your own on on that app, right? And they put they put a lot of sports on Peacock. They do it, but it's
3: mainly to sell their other shows. Correct. Where Apple and Amazon and some of these, they're trying to do it. They're trying to do it to get everybody. To come to theirs, where Peacock's doing it as a sales, so that's why, right. and I believe you're also allowed to, you know, it'll still be on regular television, I think, right. Peacock games, I'm not sure. And
0: we will focus more on Peacock as as that as that starts in May and, yeah, we'll and, talk and about all that. that. So, yeah. Chris, what okay. are we going to now?
2: The NFL here, and a very tragic situation uh, occurred on uh, Friday night, early Saturday morning, I guess. Thirty in the morning, Saturday. In the morning on Saturday Dwayne Haskins 24 years old. He was a quarterback, a backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He uh, went to college at Ohio State. He was the 19 Rose Bowl Bowl co-MVP. He was third for the Heisman voting behind Tua, who was two, and Kyler uh, Murray. And then uh, 15th pick of the Washington, whoever they were at the time. Uh, They may have been the Redskins. I think they were. And then then, uh, in 19. And then uh, he got picked up by the Steelers in 21. And would have competed with uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, and uh, never played for the uh, Steelers. He was only on uh, like a practice squad this year. started now thirteen. It was games. Uh, Ty- uh,
5: Tyrod Taylor for Pittsburgh, not Mitch Trubisky, uh, Chris.
2: No, yeah, it's Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky.
5: Oh, it is Trubisky. Okay, it is Trubisky. Uh, yeah, Tyrod,
2: uh, Tyrod, yeah. Yeah. Tyrod uh, Taylor uh, went where? Where he goes? The Giants. Right? No, so was, oh, that's
5: right. Okay.
2: So yeah. um, oh, but, uh, Haskins had started thirteen games for Washington. He had twelve passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. And uh, he was hit in Boca Raton. He was hit by a dump truck on a highway. And this was uh, early Saturday morning, as I say. And then um, I don't know whether they've figured out anything as to whether he was a uh, no. car, he had car trouble or something. I guess. And no, no, he was ways. he was walking down the highway. Huh? He was. Nobody knows why. No, no,
3: oh, no okay. I don't know why. Uh, suppose I don't know if there was any substance, any whatever. Because, like I said, six thirty in the morning, he, yeah. and he was trying to cross. That's what got him because he was walking along the side, but he was trying to cross the westbound lane, and we don't know what happened. And yeah, he had some problems in Washington, you know. But Mike Tomlin said in Pittsburgh he had been a model player; he had shown up to everything. Uh, you know, he had, he had some questions. You know, like I said, there were a lot of questions in Washington, a lot of whatever. But you know, he, he had learned a lot. I guess Tomlin. It's really, and you know, Urban Meyer spoke out a strong again for him, and you know, but we'll see. We'll see when the toxicology reports right. come out.
2: That's right. So anyway, so that's sad, but it's not often you have an, an active sports player die, and uh, that, that's really shocking. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, it, I mean, it sounded okay. it
0: sounded like what he he was crossing a busy highway, and it sounded like they were training. Yeah near the highway it's like that seems a little
3: yeah they were having the players were having a workout down there in the boca raton and interstate 595 i guess the right five, uh, and, for, and, and by the
0: way for the just to, to keep everything good the dump truck driver um is was cooperative he did not leave yeah. the scene he stayed there so it okay. isn't like it probably isn't like he did this as a criminal thing it may turn out that no. he gets something but at least it wasn't a hit and run. You know, we hear about those, but at least it wasn't right. something like yeah.
2: that. Yeah. So Buffalo re-signed Stephon Diggs for four years for um, $104 million. So they've got yep. him for a while. And and they also Fox announced their football uh, lead announcer, Kevin Burkhart. He's going to be the NFL number one, again, replacing Joe Buck. So that's uh, what they're going yeah. to do and there. The rumors I, I, wonder
0: if, I wonder if Kugler is the number two for the USFL might he be that for the NFL because well, because you you're, you're cert- Menifee is is a studio guy for the NFL.
3: Well, yeah. but there's a couple guys I think that that are still because Cougar Cooler's been about four or five games down. You yeah, you still got Kenny Albert there, you got Adam Amin, you know, who's done some games. Right. Uh yeah, I don't know.
0: So there there are I some possibilities, but we thought Remember, we thought Adam Amin would be up for the baseball thing too, and well, no, and he, I, already, I, I figured it was going to be
3: Joe Davis because he had been the guy working with Smoltz. I thought it was him. Maybe others.
2: And I thought Joe Davis. So, have they? Who is going? Who's, who's he going to be work, working with? Uh,
3: they for, have not said. So it looks like it's going to be. I mean, all reports. It hasn't been made official. He has been working with Greg Olson as the number two. But they had tried to talk to Sean Payton, but a lot of people are kind of concerned. Do you want to start Sean Payton off with a new? You know, do you want to start Sean Payton off as the number one guy? Do you want to put him in the studio? Do you want to put him in another role yeah, if, with somebody else? If I if
5: I. If I'm Fox, because Jimmy Johnson's getting a lot older, I put Sean Payton
3: in the studio. That way, yeah, and they have, and they have some other guys too that the are already in, like Tony Gonzalez on the other show. But you can you can have Payton on that. Put Sean Payton on that kickoff the 10 a.m. show with Carissa Thompson. You know, the earlier one, and then kind of use him to see how he does. Maybe work Wanstead in on the so there, there's
0: all kinds of yeah, things there but are probably and we'll, they, and probably, we'll follow that too griggle. we'll follow all that too going forward
2: yeah
3: I'll hear more about it tomorrow on the sports media podcast I'm sure okay I'm, they're, they're, what they're speculating
2: so he had a, a, a death another death of a veteran in the NFL Rayfield Wright 76 years old the big cat was his nickname he played from, uh, from 67 through 79 with the Cowboys six Pro Bowls from 71 through 76. He was a tackle, uh, he was, uh, they won, he was on the teams that won Super Bowl 6 and 12, 2 and 3 in Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Um, and let's see uh, he's also in the Cowboys Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame and he got he uh, was one of the people that won the class action suit he had early he had early dementia from his injuries many concussions he had seizures and that's what he died of was a seizure and uh, so uh, you know he he had a lot of uh, issues and he was one of the class action suit winners uh, in that uh, suit of, of the NFL for the head injuries so that's sad so, and I am sure I I say this and then I say, well, what's Rick going to say? Well, any more NFL stuff, Rick?
1: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, well, that's fair. So, yeah, yeah, I mean they um of course well like I said we we're waiting for the draft and I assume we'll have the schedule out sometime next week cuz it's usually the week before the draft and the draft is 28, but yeah, have the
3: schedule that schedule release show that they do
1: that Thursday Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> before the draft
2: and yeah, yeah. that big, yeah. and that yeah, the draft is two weeks Two weeks till Thursday is the draft. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. That's right. So in uh, Las Vegas, right? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I guess uh, we. Any more NFL? Or are you ready for the NBA? NBA. Yeah, All right. Okay. Well, these are your final NBA standings. So get your. Pencils and papers, uh, get your paper quarter ready, whatever you want to do, because this is how you, all the teams finish this year. And uh, it's always nice to, to think about you know, as you go into the offseason, uh, if you had a good year or you didn't or whatever. So in the East, Miami won it with 53-29. and 29. Celtics number two, and Miss A had the Milwaukee two and the Celtics three. But everybody has said the Celtics are two, so uh, I don't know what she's talking about. But the Celtics are two with fifty-one and thirty-one. Milwaukee fifty-one and thirty-one in three, and Philadelphia fifty-one and thirty-one in four. So Toronto is forty-eight and thirty-four in fifth place. Chicago. Forty-six and thirty-six in six. Then we get to the Brook the uh, the play-in, uh games, and we have them tonight. We'll talk about that tonight and tomorrow what the schedule is and how it works. Brooklyn is seven. They're forty-four and thirty-eight. Cleveland is eighth at forty-four and thirty-eight. Atlanta, forty-three and thirty-nine, is ninth place, and Charlotte, forty-three and thirty-nine, in tenth. So these playing teams were all, you know, right together, just like the top part of the East was, or second, three and four were were tied. Then you get down to the also-rans, the Knicks. Uh, how long is? Uh, uh, Thibodeau gonna last 37 and 45. Always fire the coach. That's so, what so they do. Washington 35 and 47. Indiana, of course, 25 and 57. Uh, they're not gonna get as good draft choice as, uh, they're one of as many ping pong balls, let's say, as Detroit yeah. at 23 and 59 and Orlando at 22 and 60. In the West, Phoenix 64 and 18, by far the best regular season. Memphis 56 and 26 in second. Golden State, everybody on Sunday won that, that needed to win, and a lot of the teams did not play. It didn't turn out to be too exciting. A lot of teams didn't play people, and and so it, it ended up that uh, you really everybody who wanted to win got to win. Golden State got to win and stayed third at 53 and 29. Dallas is fourth at 52 and 30. Utah 49 and 33 is fifth. Denver, 48-34, and 34 is sixth. Then we get to the playing in the West. Minnesota, 46-36, uh, and 36. very good year for the Denver Wolves. But they're getting to play a healthy uh, Clippers team. They say that Clippers haven't been healthy all year, and they're going to be. I think that's going to be a very good game at 42-40, and 40, the 7-8 game. New Orleans, 36-46, 30, uh, and, and San Antonio, 34-48. Uh, and 48. So if you look at it, <laughs> Maybe they should even have a rule they're never going to do it because you got to have a play in in each conference. Blah 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 blah. But New Orleans and San Antonio are, you know, I mean, one of them may yeah. get the eighth spot, but they they really, when you look at everybody else, the 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 other eight teams would uh, really be the ones to qualify, and these guys are just playing because that's the rule. Well, now, they so.
0: may, they may not because. Yeah. The, wouldn't the loser of this Clippers Timberwolves game they could beat them out? Oh sure, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's say let's say the Clippers
2: lose that game and the New Orleans goes into Los Angeles and beats the Clippers. New Orleans would be mm-hmm. eight. I'm just saying when you look at it, you know there are there are some uh, high school things where if you're going to be in a tournament, you got to have a certain record, you know. So the NBA might they won't probably think about it because yeah. the eighth seed gets killed right away anyway. Phoenix isn't going to lose to any of these teams anyhow. But just the idea of uh, looking at it, and the funny thing is, it's usually the East that has these under five hundred playoff teams. This year, it's the West. Everybody in the in the play in is over five hundred play in playoffs and play in. And, and so, in that sense, Minnesota could get screwed.
3: I mean, it probably won't, it won't happen. They could lose two games and be out of the playoffs. Sometimes.
2: Oh, sure. No, that's the problem about the play-in. The play-in is not a secure thing to go into, even if you're the seventh seed. I mean, same can happen to the Nets. You know, everybody's been talking about Nets, 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 Nets. They lose to Cleveland. They lose to uh, uh, the Hawks or Charlotte, and they're gone. So, uh, you know, it, does, it, it doesn't comes, take much. It's, closer, it's a lot closer in the east than it is in the west, though. Yes, it is. So, anyway, so then the teams that did not make it, the uh, Lakers at 33 and 49. We'll talk about them uh-huh. later. Sacramento 30 and 52, Portland 22. What's that? <laughs> Talk about them later. Also, yeah, Portland at 27 and 55, Oklahoma City at uh, 24 and 58, and Houston at 20 and 62. So this is the way the play on play-in games work. So the eight, seven eight games are tonight. So tonight at seven o'clock, Cleveland uh, is at Brooklyn, and at nine thirty tonight Eastern, it's. The Clippers at Minnesota. So everything. Sometimes these things might have been a little later, but everybody's in the East and the Central that made it. So you don't want to put all the, the home games teams in are East and Central too late. Yes, all, all the teams in the play-in are in the in the in the East or the Central. No,
3: no, Clippers aren't. Clippers aren't. No. So the
2: Clippers aren't, but they're not going to get the host. Uh, well, no. well they could host actually. They that's could, true because yeah. yeah. they could they could host uh, that New Orleans game uh, like I talked about. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's true. Clippers are in it, but mostly at Central. Then tomorrow. We have at 7, Charlotte at Atlanta. These guys have lined up to play for quite a long time, and they finally are going to play. And then uh, San Antonio and New Orleans at 9.30. So the games tomorrow night are elimination games. Uh, you know, you get a second chance if you lose tonight. You don't if you lose tomorrow. There are no games on Thursday, and then Friday they will play the the uh, the whatever uh, the loser of tonight's 7-8 game will play the winner of the nine ten game in the home yeah. of the uh the like in Cleveland or LA or whatever, that the higher seed will be home. So that'll be it. And their and
3: their game against the one seeds will their series will start on Sunday. Those I do I don't have who's starting when, but I do know that those eight, nine, ten, whoever comes to seven, whoever comes out of the play in. Of the elimination bracket starts on
2: Sunday against the one. Sunday. Well, it's weird because the Celtics are supposed to start on Sunday. Yeah, the and Celtics are on Sunday. Yeah. So I mean, they're going to be the two seven game. So I don't know, but well, that, does, that doesn't really matter about having a two seven and a one eight whatever on because the way they do
3: it with days off some week, you know, it matches up there. Yeah. Well, they had to deal around. with the Bruins.
2: The Bruins have a game at twelve thirty on, um, you know, uh, Saturday, uh-huh. and if they wanted them to play Saturday, it would have been like eight o'clock, and they they don't know the other thing they want to find out and don't want to really pick their spot for the Celtics is are they going to be playing the Nets or the Cavaliers? And that makes yeah. a big difference in when you put, you know, Cavaliers probably early Sunday afternoon, Nets, you know, 8 o'clock Sunday night or something like that. So, you know, you're going to, yeah. well, you may, put them on Sunday after,
0: you may put them on Sunday afternoon with the Nets for an ABC game too. Well, will make sure I'd they can yeah.
2: do that too, depending on uh, how everybody. So what is the story? So on Saturday, is it, uh, how do the networks work, Sean, for going back and forth with these, with the quadru- those two uh, quadruple headers?
3: Well, Saturday will be ABC, ESPN stuff, and Sunday will be in ABC and TNT.
2: That's how that will work. So TNT doesn't TNT get any TNT games stuff. until a Sunday then.
3: That's they'll, right. Well, and like tonight, TNT has a play-in. Tomorrow it's ESPN. and I'm not sure on Friday who has the elimination, but the but the Sunday, Sunday TNT will have the, the. Usually TNT has the evening games on Sunday. Yeah, that's so, what I
0: thought. Yeah, and then yeah, they'll so then, have and then they'll have lots of games during the week. Right. Yeah. Now, a, I did hear the well, one I asked about.
2: I do know that that Philadelphia and Toronto are going to play well, Toronto Philadelphia, it's in Philadelphia, going to play at 6 on Saturday evening. So that, that's happening. Yeah. So And, of course, yeah. Philadelphia so, has got one guy, Theibold, I don't remember his first name, but he is a, is a role player. He plays. He's a 9th, 10th man, whatever. He does get in the games, but he is not going to be able to go to Toronto. He's the guy that wasn't vaccinated for the Sixers. That's correct. So, so okay. Yeah, probably that 6 o'clock is probably going to be
3: an ESPN Saturday afternoon because ABC, they do the hockey game on Saturday afternoon on ABC, and that's going to affect some of the TN. Nights nice that they usually get
2: also. The well, I know we're not talking about hockey yet, but they they didn't have the versatility they need. They've got they've had some games that have been nationally televised that were totally meaningless, and they need to do yeah. something about that in the future. So. Frank Vogel did get fired, as predicted by everybody, because uh, now I read that article. I, know, I imagine you guys did, too, the article that we got from the L.A. Times that uh, David yes. USF sent us. That was very interesting. Uh, the, you know, I and if you guys remember, and I don't know, I think I picked a Golden State to win the whole thing. But I sure wasn't buying the Lakers. And I said so right back then. I said, they're too old, and how many basketballs can you have? And that's what I said about the Lakers. And I, I'm i surprised they didn't make the playoffs. And of course they had a lot of injuries, but they they weren't you know Westbrook wasn't cooperating with everybody. The defense they got rid of a couple of their big defensive players, which is underrated sometimes in the NBA. And you know they just were not set up right to win. Anthony well, the Davis problem the problem
0: I think you have with the Lakers, and I've read some articles and heard some, some things on on the at, you know talking about them. LeBron and Jeannie Buss do not see eye to eye at all. No, they do not. They and, do not and and, and and you can say that this I believe his name is Polika is the GM, but you know we know that Bob is really yeah. she's yeah, running no, LeBron, the show. And, the yeah. But and and she and LeBron so it sounds like from what I'm hearing is they may hey Lebron, you know, where would you like to go? We'll we'll try and, to yeah. accommodate you but you well, probably that need to. That,
3: that's, that's,
0: that's why would I brought up free, ahead, that Robert, would free
3: up. That would free up. A lot of salary cap if they were to trade LeBron and say, Look, LeBron, do you wanna end this way? I mean, you're you're having scoring titles and stuff, but we're still losing. where do you you know, I've heard that and Quinn Snyder has already said he does not want the Lakers job. He's already said, No, I don't want this. He was the top guy that they were looking at and it." I mean, it's a train wreck when you have Carmelo Anthony on your team. I mean,
0: (laughs) the rumor, the rumor, the rumor that you keep hearing, and I don't know that this would ever happen. The rumor is that they want to try to get Doc Rivers to come back.
3: Uh I don't think he wants that either. Well,
0: it
5: depends. It depends on what Philadelphia does in the playoffs. Because remember, Daryl Morey did not hire Doc Rivers, and Daryl Morey has already said, "I want my own coach." So, I think Doc Rivers is going to be forced out of Philadelphia. So that's why his name is coming up for the Lakers. Well,
2: the other thing too is it. Then uh, right, but they can't necessarily do it if they win the title. But the other thing too is what? Who are the Lakers going to be, and who? That's going to affect who the coach is going to be. And if remember, you're be, remember,
0: you've with, got Russell Westbrook for forty-seven bill next year.
2: That's yes. the problem. He was yeah. not cooperative. That when you read that article, he was not cooperative. He, he you know, they said. Uh, for Vogel said. Whoever grabs the rebound can bring the ball up. He says, no, they get it to me. I'm the point guard. And he
3: said, yeah, he he flat said in one place, he said, uh, the problem is Frank Vogel didn't use me properly.
2: Right. Oh. And so they they are stuck with him. Who wants well, to, and LeBron was disillusioned with him too. Right. After he yeah. got Well, him, person, they went out, Ian we Davis be, went out and got him. They went right. out and recruited him. And, well, and they worked it out. Well, one person that
0: we are going to use properly right now. We are going to have Jamal come in and Jamal, <laughs> you can talk about whatever you like. So Jamal, come on in. Oh, Jamal. And yes, I'm. I'm here. Go. So, you go, hey, Jamal, couple, you you
2: ready for the Bulls? The Bulls ten minutes of fame in the playoffs this year? Well, they're going to be it's going to be short lived because I think Milwaukee's going to wipe them out. Yep. Yeah. You know,
5: I mean, it, it, it's it's I mean, they've made progress, but it's going to be one and done for the Bulls. Unfortunately, you know. As for the White Sox, I
1: just <laughs> hope they could get healthy. So they really won't be racked up all year and it's, we can see what this game's really made of because already Lance Lynn is hurt, uh,
5: Jolito was hurt, you know, yep. it, it's, it's not starting off good. I hopefully I can meet the manager and uh continue to get off to a good start, but you know, you can't have
2: people dropping like flies like they did. Jimo, are you and, uh, washing dishes while you're talking to us or what are you doing? No. I think Jamal's no, on, on the on train yep. Are you on you the know, train? On bu- no, I'm on a bus. You can't, you're on a bus.
5: Okay. All right. But uh but I'm well Yeah, if I'm excited and a little nervous about the White Sox. I think I
0: think I think Jamal the White Sox will win that division. I don't it, it, I don't know that it'll be that close, but I think that the Twins the Tigers might be better than some people think. I think they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: tell you a quick, the peanuts might be better than what people think if they get the
5: hell to Hell these cups. You know, I think they're a little better. It's
0: possible. They might be. Well, a little and not only beat. that, not only that, Jamal. They've got a lot, especially pitchers. They have a lot of pitchers with major league experience at, at here at Iowa. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, if they get, yeah, they get they healthy, it, that, that could be they could be interesting into the summer. But you know, will they be able to maintain anything? You know. Uh-huh. If the Cubs are interesting in the summer, Jamal. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. All right. At least for this year.
2: Okay, Jamal. Okay. Okay, so getting back to the NBA, Joel Embiid did win the scoring title, and I had been under the misapprehension, and I never heard this before, that you don't win the scoring title based on the total number of points you score. You win it based on your per-game average. The idea is you're supposed to play in 58 games, and you can win it if you play in less than 58 if your total would be higher, you know, even with the fewer games. Uh, the, the point total would be higher than the average would get for the 58 uh, games if you project over 58 games and you only played 55 games, but you have more points, and you'd beat the person that way. But I assumed it was like every other scoring title in sports, which is the uh, the kick. You know, the, the kickers win the scoring titles by kicking more points, or the quarterbacks throw touchdowns, or the you know hockey players goals and assists, and those are the scoring titles. I didn't know it was a per game average thing, but it is. So Joe Embiid won it just barely by over LeBron, who did have a good year we're not saying he did yeah. you know he did have a good year but uh the rest of them uh, not so much and uh, we also uh because i know you were deathlessly waiting to find out what we had to say about sacramento kings well they fired <laughs> alvin gentry that's what we have to say about <laughs> but the he's Vikings. going to the he's, front,
0: fire- but he's going to the front
3: office
2: that's correct yeah, yeah.
3: and yeah. how many um, teams has been fired from now let's see new
0: Orleans. <laughs> wasn't he at new orleans
5: yes he was at new orleans
0: yeah and Monty Williams, so so fired, by the everyone. way, was uh, voted Coach of the Year today.
5: Uh, yeah, no doubt. Sixty-four and eighteen. Yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt. I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. So, Emei uh, had and, a good uh,
5: year,
2: though. I mean, uh, Sean, to, to you, turn that team around. I'm, I'm very uh, did a good job by Emei Odoka.
5: To uh, to continue the NBA discussion, Sean, you brought up a subject earlier on another platform that you, you were talking about the Portland Trailblazers and uh, yeah, and possibly be. Yeah, but I – go ahead and talk about what –
3: yeah. All right, there's a guy uh, who writes for the Portland newspaper and has a show out there. They're talking about, of course, Paul Allen, we all know, passed away. The Paul Allen Trust owns the Portland Trailblazers and the Seattle Seahawks. And the Trailblazers, it looks like they may be for sale. And because, well, his sister runs a trust. She always told him when he was alive, why do you own this team? She wasn't a basketball fan. He owned it. Now, the, so they, within the next six to 12 months, you can see them sold. The interesting thing, the Trailblazers own the arena, but the uh, the city owns the land. So I guess these, and so they have to lease the land from the city, but they own the arena. So there's no chance of Portland moving anywhere if somebody buys them and the league's not going to allow it because they want to the, get Seattle and Las Vegas expansion money. If they're going to have anybody move, it's going to be the Pelicans. Yes. But, uh, well,
5: it, it, yeah, the Pelicans are the ones that need to move right now. But, no, uh, Paul Allen paid for that arena out of his own pocket, you know.
3: Yeah, he paid for the arena, but he—but the land, it was city land. And so what, instead of buying the land, I guess he just decided that they did a lease with it with the city. You know, he could have bought the land, but, you know, they yeah. just said, hey, we'll lease it for the city. And we'll and keep and up on that
0: one. And another, and yeah. something just crossing, to uh, the Washington Nationals. Mark Lerner announces the team. They're going to look into the possibility of selling the Nationals, too. Uh,
2: yeah, they are. Oh, and by the way, I did listen to the Nationals game a little bit last night. And he said here in Atlanta that uh, did Charlie Slow. Slows. Oh, good. Like I, I'm, happy to hear, I'm happy to
5: hear that. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But That's definitely the NBA I have. Yep. yep. I, that's all I know about it. i, got, so, I yeah. got a couple of just quick. Um, it, I find it interesting that the Nets, who are seventh place, you know, in the Playing game tonight. I uh, still have the three, the third shortest odds of winning the championship in Las yeah. Vegas. That's, yeah, that's
2: well, great. when you that article in the Times listed the top five uh, championship uh, odds, and the Lakers were number, I think the Lakers and Warriors and Phoenix and Milwaukee and I forget who the top, but Brooklyn, I mean, it, Brooklyn was and the Nets, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nets, yeah. Net, yeah. Lakers, yeah. Milwaukee and Phoenix were, and, uh, and yeah. the Warriors I think were the yeah. top. And yeah. you know, I mean, it's it, it's just it's names, and you know, it it yeah. doesn't really. So Celtics beat the Nets. I'm, I'm I, yeah, I mean, you know what we didn't do? We didn't run down who we know are playing. Because we don't know, okay, so we got Miami, and they're going to play the eighth team. So they'll play the loser of tonight's game between, uh, the or maybe the loser. That loser will then have to play uh, the winner of the Charlotte-Atlanta game. But Miami's going to get that team. They'll be in the one right. seed. And we know that in that bracket, four and five, we talked about it already, uh, Toronto is five, Philadelphia is four. So we know they're going to play. The Celtics are going to play, again, the winner of tonight's game. So if Cleveland wins, they'll play them. That's why they they're not sure about the time on Sunday. If the Nets win, they'll play them, and obviously that's a and Kyrie coming back here. Everybody, it's it's going to be crazy. So you know they they'll like that on TV. Right. And Milwaukee is going to play uh, Chicago, Chicago, oh, yeah. Chicago, and that's we already talked about that about the yeah. uh, and they have lost. I, I think Chicago's lost like thirteen in a row or something to Milwaukee over the yeah. last few years. And
5: in the and in the West, the four or five is uh, U, uh, Dallas and Utah. Dallas, right. uh, Dallas being four, Utah being five, yeah. and. The reason why Quinn Snyder's name is coming up for the Lakers' job is apparently the Jazz are getting ready to move him out of there, which Hmm. I believe is a mistake. He's a very good coach. And at number six, Denver will play the number three Warriors. And I'm a Warriors fan, and look, uh, they're always successful in the playoffs. But frankly, if Denver uses their size properly, they could give the Warriors fits. The Warriors do not have any size. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I don't. I don't know how well the Golden State Warriors are going to do in the playoffs this year because of, there's no side. Right. I mean, you know that. So that's what I'm worried about as the Warriors fan. But I, look, I love the Warriors, but I don't think they're going to win the title this year.
2: So the I winner of been. the of the uh, tonight seven eight game between um, Minnesota and Los Angeles uh, Clippers will play Memphis. That's and correct. Phoenix will play the eighth place uh, team. So the loser. Or the teams of out of the We're nine. Out of
3: elimination. Yeah. So
2: there you go. So just we just hadn't done the the matchups. that we already had, and we should do that. Okay. There you so. go. All right, so let's see if we can do these. So college sports had had a couple of deaths, and, you know, there are people you don't hear about too much, but they they were significant in their areas. Lee Rose, 85 years old, he he died of Alzheimer's, is the head coach and the athletic uh, director. He was uh, involved in his college, Transylvania College and University, whatever, in Kentucky for a long time. But then he became the head coach and the athletic director in basketball of UNC Charlotte from 75 through 78 then Purdue, the head coach from 78 through 80, apparently he had some conflicts within the athletic department, so he did not stay at, at Purdue. And he had off for South Florida. And this is before South Florida was in the, you know, the Big East or the, the, you know, the Conference the USA or, I mean, um, AAC, there was no such thing. So they were just starting a program, like, out of nowhere in Tampa. And he went there, and he coached there from 80 through 86 and then he was an assistant coach in the NBA for many years for San Antonio, New Jersey, Milwaukee, a Charlotte, both Charlottes, both the Bobcats and the Hornets. His head coaching record in college was 388 and 162. and uh, you'll see know, his record in the NCAA was 8 and three. That's quite a good record and nine and five in the NIT. And he was a coach of the year in '77. and that was he was at UNC Charlotte, and people around here will remember that our friend Cedric Maxwell, Went, it was the star of that team, and they went to the Final Four, and they almost beat Marquette. It was a controversial ending. I don't remember what happened, but they almost beat Marquette, who ended up winning the title the next uh, two days later against North Carolina. And then in, uh, he brought Purdue to the Final Four in 1980, and then I don't think they've been to the Final Four since. Nope. So that's uh, two Final Fours uh, for him. And, uh, you know, that's unusual to bring two teams to the Final Four. You know, we know, we know Pertino did three, and I don't know how many others have done even two. So that's how very good. How far great. he has. Yes, that's right. Different. Yep. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about UMass being in the final four. I forgot. <laughs> okay. All right, and the other guy is somebody who would be well-known in uh, Illinois. And, Perry, you probably heard this guy, Jim Turpin. He's 90 years old. He was the Illinois uh, football and, bat- and men's basketball announcer from 1960 through 2002. His most exciting moment for him, he said, was getting to the 85 Final Four, with, uh, and then they got to play Michigan for the right to play Seton Hall, who had beaten Duke. So that was, uh, you know, but he uh, – and that was a very good game, And, and uh, but I guess uh, – uh, you you probably heard Jim Turpin. Did you enjoy his announcing, uh, Perry?
0: Uh yeah, he was okay. Um, okay, you know, huh? Yeah, I right. heard him. I heard him a lot as a kid. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. grandparents and and I ama- and, you know, and I BLS. imagine Bill and from being from Indiana, you've probably heard him quite a you know more probably even than I have.
4: Yeah, not bad.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, he was 90 years old, and he kept working until he was like 87 years old. He was doing a daily talk show on his little small station that he ran out in Champaign-Urbana, and, you know, so that's that's pretty good.
3: And he also, he did the, uh, and WGN used to run this when they were the super station. They used to run the Illinois State High School Basketball Championships, and he was the voice of those also on TV. Oh, okay.
2: All right. Well, let's see. I know last week we had to rush for the NHL. I don't think we were in bad shape. No, we're not. We're in good shape. We can do this. Okay. The Atlantic Division in the NHL. And, again, this season still has about three weeks to go. Uh, because they built in the Olympic break, but that turned into the COVID makeup uh, break. So they ended up uh, planning the season ending strangely on a Friday, the 29th of April. But I think they knew that there would be some games to be played that weekend. So they just, that's the last uh, game that's listed in the schedule, but people like the Vegas golden Knights and stuff will need to make up some games.
5: Yeah. I I think there'll be some games on Saturday and maybe on Right. So I think they'll
2: start to to begin the first week in May will be when the playoffs will start in the Atlantic division. Florida is pulling away a bit. They've got 108. Toronto with 100 Tampa Bay 96 the Bruins 95 so they're battling for third right now Detroit 66 Buffalo 63 Ottawa 58 Montreal 51 in the Metropolitan we have a real battle now for first yeah. which uh, we didn't have before <clears throat> Carolina has 102 and the Rangers are up to 100 and they and made they the playoffs they play tonight <laughs> they played tonight and they, they, they're, they're the first time the Rangers have made the playoffs in five years they did get to play a series uh, I think it was against Carolina in the uh, bubble, yeah. In the bubble, but that, that was the qualifying series, so they were not in the playoff. Rangers at 100. They pulled a little away from the Penguins at 94. Then Washington is at 90, and they're uh, starting to uh, take the – I think the Penguins have had some injuries and stuff, and they haven't been playing that is well. Co- so. Yeah, that is correct. <clears throat> so Washington's uh, drawing a bead on them, see if they can get out of fourth and get into uh, – well, getting to play the Rangers is in the bargain, but whatever. Islanders, 75. Columbus, 74. uh uh, Philadelphia, 57, and New Jersey, 56. In the Central Division, Colorado is rolling still with 110. Minnesota, 94. St. Louis, 94. <clears throat> but Minnesota has the tiebreaker. Nashville, 87. Then we drop to Winnipeg, 86 for fifth place. Uh, I'm sorry, Dallas, 86. Winnipeg is sixth with 81. Chicago, 59. Arizona, 49. They're out of it. In the Pacific, yep. we have Calgary at 97. Edmonton, 90. The Kings are at 86. The Vegas is at 84 and fourth place. We'll go over the wild card standings in a minute. Vegas is four with 84, Vancouver with 80. Then we go to Anaheim at 70, San Jose at 67, and Seattle at 52. So in yep. the East right now, if the season were to end, Washington would go and play Florida because Florida, and you know, while Carolina is battling the Rangers. Uh, you know, they probably won't catch Florida because they've got a six-point lead on them. So, uh, Washington <clears throat> right now will be going in to play Florida, and right now Tampa Bay would be at Toronto in the, you know, in the, uh, in the other part of that uh, Atlantic Division, <clears throat> the Bruins right at the moment because they're fourth, but they could be third tomorrow. They would then be going to play Carolina and yeah,
1: Pittsburgh. You don't want would... that. <laughs> no, no. You, if you're no, a Bruins, you take two games to share. Carolina's yeah. outscored them sixteen to one.
2: Yes, that's yes. right. They played horrible against Carolina, and the uh, Bruins would do that, and Pittsburgh would play the Rangers in the West right now. <clears throat> Dallas would be playing Colorado, St. Louis and Minnesota would be playing. That'd be a good <laughs> series because they're tied right now. Uh, Nashville would play Calgary, and the Kings would play Edmonton. But the wild card standings are interesting. So Dallas is the number one wild card at eighty six. Vegas is eighty four. But then you've got Winnipeg at eighty one. Let's see. Okay, so that's that's the thing. Eighty six. But Nashville, where's Nashville here?
5: Well, don't you have LA at 86 also, Chris? Uh,
2: hang on. Edmonton's 90. The Kings are at 86, but they're not a wild card. Oh they're the third God. place team. That's right. That's right. And Vegas is 84, but they're not. Uh, I think we've got two. Uh, let me find this again. Dallas, 86. Okay. Um, Dallas is 86, and Nashville, what's Nashville got?
1: 87,
2: 87. Yeah, okay. So they're the lead now. Yeah, I wrote that down wrong. So, okay, Nashville and Dallas would be 87, 86, 86 for Dallas, second wild card. Vegas is 84, Winnipeg's 81, Vancouver's 80. So you've got, you know, teams, those are the teams with reasonable shots. So uh, with three weeks to go, they still have a chance. So uh, that's the thing. So it's very fluid, and Vegas has fallen out, but they've got a bunch of games to play. So whether they'll have enough healthy players, you were saying they've got some injuries, Robert? They've got tons of injuries, yes. And, uh,
5: I don't know. I uh, I know they keep getting players back, but I don't know if they're going to get enough players back to, to be
2: able to do anything. Yeah, So yeah, okay. So we had a couple of things that Robert uh, was going to talk about. Well, one hadn't happened. He's got two things. Robert, why don't you just talk about both the situation in Anaheim and the situation with your San Jose Sharks?
5: Um, okay, you'll have to remind me about the Anaheim situation. Ryan Getzlaff <laughs> retired. Oh, that's right. Ryan Getzlaff is going to retire at the end of the season. and uh, He's a classy guy. I mean, here's a guy that played his entire career with one team, never decided to go anywhere else, won the Stanley I won the Stanley Cup there. I'm not a Ducks fan, but uh, when, a, when a guy is as classy as he is, uh, you know, he, he uh, he's going to have his number retired there. Uh, you know, him and Corey Perry teamed up for a number of years. So good for him. And the Saturday Sharks, uh, Uh, Doug Wilson had to resign his general manager's post because of health reasons. He's only 64. He's been a very good general manager. I mean, we made the playoffs 14 of his 19 years of being in charge, so I really don't have much to complain about. But here lately, um, I don't know if he's made bad decisions or what, but, um, I mean, uh, a lot of our top players have either left and went to other places or they've decided to give the money to the wrong people. So I, I'm glad that I'm not glad that he's sick. I want, I want him to be healthy, but I'm glad that we're going to have a new GM because it's time to put this team in a new direction. Uh, probably the coach will unfortunately end up losing his job, but Bob Bugner has done the best with what he's got. And unfortunately he'll probably end up taking the fall because you know, uh, GM is going to want to bring in his own coach. So, um, those are the changes that you're going to see in uh, San
2: Jose, I think. Okay. Anything else on the NHL before we wrap it up?
5: No, I think that's it. Sean,
0: you can close the show. Sean, we're going to be well Whoa. before 4.30 today.
2: We are. All right. well, oh, uh... And, uh, before we go, how's the weather, Perry? Is getting uh, ominous?
0: There is a tornado watch for North- northwest Iowa so far, but we do not have any warnings yet.
2: Okay, good. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead, Sean. Well, hey. hope for the
0: best. All right, well, n- just remember, first of all, uh, if you
3: want to see, uh, if you want to listen to this record-time podcast, again, download it at legendoldies.com, Sports is live in your podcatcher. Tell your smart speaker to play Legend Oldies from Apple Podcasts or the or no play sports knives live for apple podcast or the sports knives live podcast from tune in or go to 773-572-3006 option number nine you can hear all things radio on option eight and the Wednesday morning coffee club on option seven uh bill will be back tomorrow with coffee club and for those of you who have not heard uh the bill and perry show is gone for now but it may be coming back in some incarnation very soon so also come back next week we'll We'll be into the NBA playoffs, baseball will be hot and heavy, find out what the latest Daniel Snyder scandal is, and (laughs) even more things. So until we come back next week, we will see you.